Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. To all my brothers and sisters in Christ who are listening to this podcast, Galatians 6, 9. And it says, Let us not lose heart in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not grow weary. As we've been saying on the previous podcasts, three of them in this series so far, this life in Christ is an endurance race. It is a marathon. Now, if you know anything about marathons, that's 26 grueling miles, 26 miles. Can you imagine running 26 miles consecutively? I've done 13.1, a half marathon, and that was grueling enough. And it indeed is an endurance race. And so this life that we have in Christ is just that. It's not a sprint that's over real quickly, but it is a race through which we uh, we are pressing through various obstacles and challenges and, and energy-draining issues because the Christian life is not a cakewalk. It is not an easy, breezy uh, ride to heaven. When we come to the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation. You'll have trouble and persecution sometimes and misunderstanding and so on. Now, I don't want to paint a totally dark, negative picture, but I do want to say, in reality, we are in an endurance race. And so, in order to endure, we definitely need spiritual stamina. Energy, enduring energy. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 3, a passage that we've been using in this podcast series that I've called Spiritual Stamina. Listen to what the Word of God says. Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us also lay aside every encumbrance and the sin which so easily entangles us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, who for the joy set before for him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such hostilities by sinners against himself, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. In order to endure, we need spiritual stamina. We've been talking about four elements that help us to maintain spiritual stamina. In the first three podcasts, we've gotten the first three. They are, first of all, we have to eat right, and that's taking in, reading, studying, knowing the Word of God. It is our food. It's our spiritual food. The second element is to exercise regularly. You can't just eat and be sedentary. And exercising regularly is just a matter of putting it into action, obeying, serving, witnessing, sharing, uh, acting out what you know to do good from the Word of God. And then the third element is what I would call rest sufficiently. And, and it doesn't mean just to, to take a nap, but rest sufficiently is, is to pace ourselves, is to spend time alone with the Lord, is to take time to refresh ourselves, not always be running, 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 but secondly, and even more importantly, to rest in, rely upon the power of God through prayer. We rest sufficiently in the Lord when we realize we can't do it ourselves, but we learn to pray without ceasing. And we can uh, have that spiritual stamina when we develop a, a 
powerful and a consistent prayer life. So in this podcast today, we come to the fourth and final element that brings and helps us to have uh, and maintain spiritual stamina, and that is this, dress right. We need to dress right. Scripture says here again that we are to uh, lay aside every encumbrance and the sin that easily entangles us. This is all about priorities. When we dress right, we are uh, focusing on the right priorities. And I believe that it involves first removing the wrong clothing and secondly putting on the right clothing. Let's talk about that for just a, a few minutes here. What do we mean by removing the wrong clothing? Well, it's found right here in the passage. And it says that as we run this race, we have to lay aside, first of all, every encumbrance. That word encumbrance there literally means a bulk, a mass, weights. As a matter of fact, I believe in the, um, in the King James Version, it says lay aside every weight. Uh, so it, these are things that weigh us down. Take off the clothing that weighs us down. You, I can't imagine seeing somebody in a, in a marathon with winter clothes on, with boots on. Uh, winter clothes are good. They, they, they are good in the right place. Boots are very necessary in, in, in winter weather. Uh, but here's the deal. Uh, they, they don't go very well in a marathon race. Uh, we have to take off things that, that uh, weigh us down. Now, these things may not be bad or wrong in and of themselves, but in the Christian life, if we're going to be weighted down with all this extra stuff, then we're going to run out of spiritual energy really, really quick. Now, the context here of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, where it says encumbrances, um, the, the writer of Hebrews is talking about how Christ and trusting in Christ finished work is much better than what they previously knew, which was the whole Levitical system, uh, the the uh, sacrifices and the feasts and, and all the rules and regulations of the Levitical system. Uh, in their place, in their time, they had a place, just like winter clothing has a place in, in winter. All of those things pointed to the real one, Jesus Christ. Now the real ones come, so the writer saying, lay aside all these other things. They were good in and of themselves in their place, but now the real thing has come. Jesus Christ, get rid of, take off these, these clothes, this clothing that's weighing you down, keeping you from the real thing, from Christ. What are these encumbrances for us? Well, I think in terms of a lot of the junk food that we feed ourselves, right? Uh, I mean, we get weighed down with, with, with stuff that we just pour into our lives that are not, that's not helpful for us. And let me tell you, what you take in through the eye gate and the ear gate, gate affects you whether you believe it or not. Uh, sometimes we listen to music and, and that music has lyrics in it that, that, that portrays and glorifies a lifestyle that is totally unbiblical and ungodly. And I don't want to be on a hobby horse here. Uh, I want the Holy Spirit to speak to you through the Word of God, but I want you to think about what kind of food you're eating on a day-to-day basis. Are you filling your heart and your mind with things that weigh you down? Uh, these encumbrances may be wrong motives. You know, we might be doing the right thing for the wrong reason. And, and when we stand before God, we're going to answer for our motives, why we did it. Wrong attitudes can weigh us down. We get, get in, in these bad attitudes, uh, ungodly attitudes, they weigh us down. And we get distracted with, the th- with things of life. And we get overcommitted going in 15 different directions. 
And, and again, uh, what we're committed to may be in and of themselves not wrong or bad, but too much. Too much weighs us down and slows us down and saps our spiritual energy. So we have to get rid of these encumbrances and the sin that so easily besets us. And what is the sin? It's a particular sin. And in this context, it is unbelief, the sin of unbelief. That's what he's addressing here in the whole book of Hebrews. And Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we have to exercise faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to exercise that faith in, in Him. And, and if we don't exercise faith in Him, if we act in unbelief, that will weigh us down in our in our in our race in our spiritual walk. I think about the parable of the talents, where the Lord gave one five, another two, and another one. The five acted in faith and invested. The one with two acted in faith and invested, but the one with one acted in unbelief and buried it to preserve it. He was afraid to take the chance. He was afraid to act in faith, and and he is the one that got in trouble. And so we have to understand understand that faith in and of itself is not the answer. It's faith in an object. Faith always has an object. And in this case, it's Almighty God. Verse 2 of Hebrews 12 says, looking to Jesus, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. That's who we look to in this case. He is the one that carries us through. He is the one that, that gives us the spiritual energy to run this race. It is His energy that we depend on. And so we remove the wrong clothing. That's one of the things that we've got to keep in mind. But then we put on the right clothing. And and there's so much in Scripture about this, but I would just look briefly at Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. It says, So as those who have been chosen of God, that's us, that's us believers, holy and beloved, we are loved, put on, put on a heart of compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience. Put on the right attitudes, godly attitudes. There they are. And then godly actions, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. Bearing with and forgiving. Act in a way that honors God. Put that on. That is something that we make a specific choice to do. We put on uh, those godly actions. And then we put on godly resources. In the same passage in verse 16, it says, Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. Put on uh, a resource that you have to constantly go back to, the Word of Christ, the godly Word of Christ, the Word of God. And it says, teaching and admonishing one another. There's another resource, the one another's. We have to meet together. And here in Hebrews chapter 10, it says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. We put on godly resources, God's Word, God's people. We need each other to keep ourselves energized spiritually and then and then put on godly motive, motivation, the godly motives. In verse 17, it says, Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks through Him to God the Father. Why do we do things? We do it because of Jesus, for Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Our motive is to honor Jesus, is to please Jesus, not to look good, not, not, not to get ahead of somebody, not to be 
prominent and preeminent, but rather we do it because we love Jesus and we want to serve Jesus. And so, if we are going to stay in this race, if we are going to endure through this race and, and not only survive the race, but thrive in the race and honor the Lord and enjoy the ride and, and do it with joy and be fruitful in the race, if we're going to do it, we have got to dress right. Take off all those clothes that are weighing us down, those encumbrances and, and, and that sin of unbelief and lack of faith and trusting God. Step out in faith. Put on the right clothing, godly attitudes, godly actions, godly resources, godly motives. Put them on and and see what God can do. I hope that this series has been good for you. And if you missed the first three podcasts, go back again to podcast 208, 209, and 210. And this is podcast 211. Check out all four podcasts and allow these four elements to... Again, be a part of your daily experience so that you can run the race well with the spiritual stamina that is necessary to run the race in a way that pleases God. We all are going to cross the finish line. And I asked you the question, how are you going to cross the finish line? How are you going to cross the finish line? Well, until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.